0: Welcome to Always Andersonville, the podcast. I'm Joelle Shalia. And I'm Sarah Dinges. We are joined today by Ted Fournier. Ted is the owner of Orange Shoe Personal Fitness, located at 5609 North Clark Street. Orange Shoe is known for its amazing customer service and family-style vibe with options for cardio, strength, and cross-training, as well as kettlebell and yoga. Hi, Ted. Welcome. How are you today?
1: I'm having a great day. It's a great day to be a small business owner
2: (laughs) that's what we like to hear that's a good start (laughs) um so you just did a photo shoot this morning for an advertorial spot for our new revamped neighborhood guide which will be coming out later this spring uh between the podcast and all the photos this morning are you feeling a little bit like a celebrity today
1: Yes. uh, It was good to leave the house this morning. And my wife said, good luck at your uh, photo shoot and (laughs) at your podcast. And that felt kind of cool. Very different start to the day.
0: So, Ted, we hear you're our number one fan for Always Andersonville, the podcast. You've listened to how many episodes so far?
1: Uh, On a percentage basis, 100%.
0: Whoa. And you had a fun fact about the first episode with Michael Bransford that you were telling us.
1: Yes. Uh, So I was trying to meet with somebody last week uh, about a business partnership, and I just listened to the podcast, and they canceled on me. And so I didn't have dinner plans, and Michael was talking about the new chicken on his menu. So... I just went over there and ate the chicken.
0: (laughs) And (laughs) was was it delicious?
1: It was awesome. Awesome. It was probably the best (laughs) chicken I've ever had.
0: Wow. Compliments to you, chef. And the podcast in action. Yeah. Changing people's lives for the better. (laughs) Your background is in commercial banking, not in fitness. But after a 2007 car accident, which left you with traumatic injuries, you left your career in finance and became a personal trainer. Can you tell us a bit more about that experience and how it has shaped your current career path?
1: Yeah, I'd be happy to. Um, So that accident changed a lot in my life. Um, I was working for LaSalle Bank, which is no longer. And um, I grew up in Connecticut. And so they sent a bunch of us young East Coasters out here to train at the bank. And we were going to go back East and help LaSalle grow as analysts. Um, So I lived in Chicago for a year and moved back there. The accident occurred. Um, it was really bad. I know I probably look all put together, but uh, underneath my training clothes, I'm like a bunch of scar and uh, and metal. But um, that's all facade. Uh, had to move home, live with my folks for um, at least six months. Was bedridden for about a month after being released from the hospital and the rehab hospital and stuff like that. Um, so then I ended up moving back to Chicago and went to a couple different banks, but with the same group of people uh, because that's kind of where my professional network was. And uh, worked in finance for, I think, another four or five years. Um, but during that time, um, I had spent a lot of energy and, uh, you know, I guess headspace trying to find how I could feel better because I was in a lot of pain. I was sitting in this finance job, you know, sometimes, you know, 13, 14 hours a day. And the only thing that always felt better was going to the gym after work, moving around and stretching and then trying all of these odd uh kind of non-Western medicine techniques. So like, I'll I'll never forget, I would go sometimes at lunch to get a massage and a stretch. And the massage therapist would be like smoking a bong (laughs) at lunch. And they would do my massage after. And then I would go back to this banking environment. And I'm like, whoa, I'm just like living in this odd world trying to find out how to manage pain. I really wanted to find a way for when you are done with your physical therapy and your your health insurance says that you're better. Uh, most people are not better at that point. I was still walking with a cane. I was still in a lot of pain. And I was young. I was about 25 years old. And, uh, you know, physical fitness is something that makes people feel better. But a lot of times they're told, you can't do this. You should be very careful. You should sit on a couch. And that's what leads people to, you know, be even more unhealthy uh, you get a lot of prescriptions, stuff like that. And, um, so I met, I ended up wanting to change careers, got a personal training certificate. I met Wade Anderson, who, uh, is now my business partner. And I didn't really know it at the time, but I was working with orange shoe and the vision of kind of customizable fitness approaching each client with, uh, you know, with, a really open view to how they would start moving, um, whether they were an athlete or somebody recovered from an injury, uh, that really aligned with my interests. And then Wade and I decided that uh, we were going to expand, and we opened up the business. So that's the very long, jumbled story. <laughs>
2: And it's incredible to hear it. I and mean, we know you and we know your business, but I don't think I've ever heard that story. And I think it's um, it's always just powerful to hear from especially small business owners, you know, what brought them to where they are today. So thank you for sharing that with us. And I think um, our next question kind of goes into that about choosing Andersonville. But had you had you had a connection to Andersonville or how did you and Wade decide when you decided to expand that Andersonville would be your next neighborhood
1: well I didn't have a real personal connection with Andersonville but uh, if in another life I'd probably be an urban planner that was something I really always liked so when I moved to Chicago uh, definitely got a bike right away and was exploring everywhere and Andersonville was one of those neighborhoods where I would come and have a drink or eat or shop and uh, I am Swedish actually a little bit <laughs> <laughs> but uh when I was working with Wade, our first studio is over in North Center, and I was really impressed by how the studio grew through referrals and community involvement. Uh, we were always doing stuff with the schools and the chambers of commerce around there and other businesses, and you know that's kind of who we are as people. So when we started to put together the short list of where we would look for sites, Andersonville was clearly number one for that reason. And um, we were lucky to find a great space at 5609 North Clark. And uh, we are very happy that we did so because when you can be in a neighborhood that really, you know, connects with who you are as a person. And that for us, that's community involvement and get to know everybody uh, made us very successful kind of from the get go.
2: And tell us more about your trainers. What are the qualities of a good trainer and how does Orange Shoe stand out from uh, maybe your typical gym?
1: In terms of quality for trainers, we have a very diverse team and we seem to have a, you know, there's, I think there's a lot of value in that. So when you go into a facility and all the trainers do, Are experts on one type of fitness or they're all runners or they're all lifters that they all do CrossFit or something like that or they all do yoga Um, that's the only point of view that you're getting Um, what we strive for is for the trainers to all have different backgrounds so they can collaborate Um, if we have somebody come in with all the experience in the world as a trainer they're probably actually not a good hire because they may think they know everything and they may not be open to feedback or team involvement. On the other end of the spectrum, you may have somebody that comes in that's 22, has a good education and fitness, but wants to do everything by the book. Um, we like to kind of marry the expert to the person that does not know anything and uh, bring different kind of points of view, different background and be open to learning uh, and collaborating on a client's program.
2: It kind of sounds like a come as you are place, or you know no <laughs> no specific maker mold, which is really fantastic
1: correct it's a it's a team environment uh, we encourage all of our clients to work with multiple trainers that way you know you kind of avoid the some of the pitfalls of having a personal trainer, which is you become best friends with them, you don't like to squat so they're afraid to ask you to squat or you're wondering what they're doing at night. So you guys go and eat pizza and have a beer together after. Um, and we still, you know, do all that stuff and take our clients feedback. But if you have one of your coworkers and colleagues holding you accountable for how that client is doing, it adds a lot of value. And I think we're probably the only place in the city that does that.
0: So your clients are obviously very important to you. Mm -hmm. We even know that uh, some people on our staff are some of your clients, which is excellent. Um, so how do you make sure your entire staff is knowledgeable just not only about the individual clients needs, but also any injuries? And do you have any advice for people who are looking to work out, but they're maybe nervous about trying a session due to injury or just due to lack of experience?
1: Yeah, I think those two questions kind of uh, tie together for me. Um, we want to be a home or the gym for anybody that has never felt comfortable in a gym. And the way that we do that is invite everybody in for the, a free consultation and fitness assessment. And that can really be whatever that client wants it to be. Um, there is no hard sales process that happens at the end of that. Because we put we, we gain a lot of information from that hour with the client. and Or the prospect, I should say, at that point. And then we come together as a team to put the person's program together based on a few things. Their abilities their goals, their fitness budget. Uh, we don't want it to be something that they do for two weeks because they, they can't afford it. So we look at um, you know how many times they can come in and what they can afford on a realistic basis and what they'll do on their own to help them achieve their goals. And the time that the team then puts into that program afterwards is going to have all the alerts, all the injuries, and warnings as to what's going on for the next you know, eight weeks with this client. And if a team member does not see that, uh, we do ask that the client speaks up, but also they'd, uh, they'd have to speak with me after about missing that. So um, and that even goes for the small group setting that we have, where we, ha- we have people who can't bend their foot, <laughs> and they participate in our small groups.
2: What has been one of your favorite experiences as a trainer and as a small business owner? Or um, even to phrase it differently, what things have you been pleasantly surprised by?
1: As um, as a trainer, um, I'm not on the floor that much anymore. I probably only train like four hours a month now, which some people, uh, that surprises some people. But uh, the business has kind of grown at a great pace. So uh, to keep everything going so smoothly and have our services be top-notch I have to kind of oversee the team and help grow the business Um, so as a trainer probably a few years ago I just think it's incredible to when somebody comes in and they are having I think of one guy he had the option to have surgery and that was it for his knee knee pain And he's had the knee pain for 20 years. And he said, I just want to work out with a trainer for a few months and see what works. So we spoke with the doctor, uh, found out exactly what was going on. And he didn't really have any restrictions aside from things were going to hurt. Now he's lost about 40 pounds and he does not have to have surgery and has no pain.
0: Wow. Um, (laughs) That's incredible.
1: And we have a lot of those stories, but you know, that stuff really sticks out when you're a trainer and that's what you're focused on. As for, you had a question about being a business owner?
2: Yeah. Well, my question was what has pleasantly surprised you? And I think I I was thinking that because even just of um, your background in finance. And you said, if you could choose again, maybe you'd be an urban planner, which I laughed at cause that's what I am. And yeah. I just <laughs> loved hearing that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, you know, you've kind of landed in this place mm-hmm. and what has, what has pleasantly surprised you?
1: One thing that I think is funny, um, is when you're a commercial lender, you are, constantly looking at the financials of small business owners and large business owners actually more so and saying i can't believe you know they have this loan to or this loan from the owner or like they spent money on this or you know the financials got like this um and then you get in the seat of being the business owner and something happens and you, you you need to figure things out and uh Really, you know we're all focused on expenses, but it's really easy to get stuck on just looking at sales and focusing on trying to get your sales as high as you can. Um, so that was a little bit of a pleasant surprise as sometimes I have to sit down and you know really look at things with my business experience as a banker. Um, another really fun thing or when your employees do something really cool that they're able to do because of your business. So we had one employee who just paid off their student loans, um, which were incredibly high a couple years ago. And I had no idea until they told me. And that was just a few weeks ago. So that makes me proud that you're really helping somebody. And uh, you know, they obviously put in the work. But, um, uh, and then another person buying a car, And one thing that we really focus on is trying to have our employees move on to be business owners uh, with us. So that's our long-term growth plan for them uh, versus having them work for us for a few years and then quitting. So that is uh, something we're focused on and makes me proud and excited.
0: So do you have a favorite exercise or workout that you like to do?
1: Yeah, so... um, I don't necessarily have a favorite exercise. I find myself more and more sitting again, uh, which is interesting. But uh, I like to do a mix of resistance and cardio exercise that is somewhat high intensity and short because I find myself very short on time. Um, I do like to go around the city and take classes from uh, different gyms and different trainers and yes, we learn stuff from them and some other owners or trainers think that's weird, but, uh, yeah, I like checking out what's cool out there and what's, what's going on and what our clients might like, mm-hmm. but also, you know, f- fitness and exercise has really been, uh, an escape for me for a long period of time before I was in this business. So really I'm going to work out and, uh, that's why I'm at their gym (laughs) and uh, it's it's hard to work out at work because if I work out at our gym um which I do often uh you know a lot of times you you need to stop and talk to a client about something you you can't be rude
2: I'm sure that the other small business owners listening understand that position as well um Orange Shoe also offers nutrition coaching can you tell us more about the Healthy Foundations program
1: yes so um I need to give a shout-out to uh, Laura Brown, who's our registered dietitian and, uh, and trainer. Uh, Laura went to Michigan State to get her degree in nutrition. And um, a lot of trainers give, or give nutrition advice. Uh, that is totally outside of the scope of a trainer. Uh, we can give very basic advice. And also, there's so much misinformation on nutrition the only people you should really be listening to about nutrition is somebody that is, that is a registered dietitian. And so we were lucky enough to find Laura, who's a great trainer and a registered dietitian. And um, we've launched the uh, Healthy Foundations program. And uh, that's just being launched this month. It's limited enrollment. You do not have to be a client of Orange Shoe to get on Healthy Foundations. It's an app-based uh, program developed by registered dietitians, and then you'll have a coach who is Laura. What's interesting about it is it's very slow-paced uh, and behavioral-based. So, just kind of like fitness, you know, if if we all want to lose ten pounds this month, we can all stop eating and work out every day, but that's not sustainable. So, you want it to be sustainable, and Healthy Foundations is a program that starts you off with small habits on the first month and the second month and then you start to move into like nutrition habits to try to make a more permanent slow change and uh, you have to sign up for 12 months and that's their program not mine sorry Uh, (laughs) and so the real goal is for a year from now you will have done a lot of little things that have added up to a big change in your life Um, so we're really excited about it we have a, a business partner who's been very successful with this program and just a great offering.
0: So is that, um, I noticed recipe sheets, uh, in the doorway when I was leaving. Uh, is that part of that foundations program or is that just something you've provided in the past?
1: That is, uh, something that we've empowered Laura to do herself. Okay. So, uh, you know, Laura came in and she really wanted to add more nutrition. And since she was a registered dietitian, you know, I felt strongly about allowing her to do so. And, um, I don't know if she was nervous about asking me if she could put recipes up there, but I was very happy she did that. (laughs) And uh, yeah, our clients have really, really liked it. So it gives them, we all end up at the market trying to figure out what we're going to have for dinner. They can grab that and know it's good for them.
0: Great. So I know you spoke a lot to uh, the community of your clientele, but can you talk a little bit about uh, what the community of Andersonville has meant to you? We know you've partnered with businesses like Empirical Brewery, but any other partnerships we can keep an eye out for or thoughts on that collaborative feeling?
1: Yeah. um, So if you come into Orange Shoe, there's two feelings you get pretty immediately. One is, wow, this is kind of a comfortable place, and two, th- this is fun. Um, we, we we want you. To, we like to have fun. If you meet any of our employees, uh, or myself, that's usually my priority is to have fun in whatever we're doing. And so partnering with Empirical was a, a really awesome event where we had over sixty people show up on Super Bowl Sunday. F- like thirty-five signed up. And then people <laughs> just kept walking in. So
2: it's a good problem to have. Yeah, that is a great problem. Well, it, well, it was well, also free. Wise, it was free.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, it, you know, it was kind of just like something we wanted to do for the community and then have a couple beers after. And, uh, so I actually, I won't tell the trainers, but I thought, uh, the workout could have been way better. And the reason being is they had planned for 35 people and 60 showed up. So, uh, that was kind of funny. That was me as an owner being a little picky. But at the end, when everybody was drinking beer, all they could talk about was how awesome the workout was and how much fun they had. So we went back and we did it again on St. Patrick's Day. And so we're looking to you know partner not just with Empirical, but uh, other businesses and other breweries around and bars and stuff like that, and restaurants even. Um, we're working on something right now with uh, Uncommon Ground, for you know a similar event that we'll have possibly some healthy food options after or maybe more beer people beer seems to be a draw for people in andersonville (laughs) Um, (laughs) and all those uh, swedish fruits you know (laughs) yes and we've uh we've done a, a dog and human workout with urban pooch and we're looking to expand that this summer on the beach so uh Not sure if that's public knowledge or if I can even talk about that. (laughs) But uh, Yeah, anything that we do a lot of corporate wellness or lunch and learns as well. And so if there's anybody in the neighborhood that we do it for free, just come in and they can tell us what they want us to talk about, whether it's fitness or nutrition or, you know, how to help avoid childhood obesity or make your family healthier. We will come in and do that. It's just a way for us to get out. Uh, fulfill kind of the community service need that we have and yeah we're we're down to have fun and partner Mm -hmm. in anything so
2: is there a story to the name orange shoe yeah why yeah
1: so um so while we are like a small locally owned business we are part of a small franchise we uh have six or seven locations and um there's no corporate money involved with us. And one of the reasons that I partnered with Orange Shoe was because I met Wade. And you quickly, you know, when you're opening up a gym, there's all these multi-million-dollar gyms and studios around the city now. And so it's good to be part of a group with shared knowledge. Um, it can be really tough. And our business partner that named Orange Shoe, who's no longer with us, he, uh, moved on to a different business um he was running around with fluorescent shoes about eight years ago before ten years ago before the fluorescent shoe craze was going on and everybody would ask him about the shoes and he named it orange shoe and uh orange shoe personal fitness he wanted personal fitness in the name so it's interesting that orange seems to be everywhere now with fitness so
2: So you recently just got married in October. How is married life treating you? And is there anything you want to shout out to your wife, Teresa?
1: Married life is great. We were together actually for eight or nine years prior to the date of our marriage. So uh, not much has changed. Teresa pretty much knows what I'm up to all day because a lot of the point of sale systems in Andersonville, for some reason, email her my receipts. (laughs) So she... (laughs) She will know that I did not have any chocolate chip banana bread at Coffee Studio today, but she already knows. So
0: <laughs> um, so we have one last question, kind of rapid fire. Don't think about it or okay. overthink it too much. So if you could trade places with one other business in Andersonville just for a day, what would it be?
1: Probably something that's not open seven days a week.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, little Bad Wolf.
0: Yeah, those burgers are excellent, right? Yes. Awesome. And I think they're open seven days a week. They might be, but, but that's okay. It would You're only be for one day it. though. Yeah, yeah it would only true. be one day. Be <laughs> one day. So well, thank you so much, Ted, and thank you for listening to Always Andersonville, the podcast. You can find more information about Orange Shoe Personal Fitness by visiting www.orangeshoe.com. Orange Shoe is a host location for our upcoming wine walk on Sunday, May 20th, and is a sponsor for this year's Midsummer Fest. For show notes and more information, please visit andersonville.org. Always Andersonville, the podcast, is engineered and edited by Andy Miles in Studio C at Transistor, a gallery, shop, performance, recording, and teaching space located at 5224 North Clark Street. Have your own podcast idea? The studio is available to rent. Please call 872 208 5877 or stop by the store for details.